When I met you in the summer To my heartbeat sound We fell in love As the leaves turned brown And we could be together, baby As long as skies are blue You act so innocent now But you lied so soon When I met you in the summer Hey, we're back again with the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Man, what an exhausting week or so, I swear. Um, hey, last week did a little Waco trip. Really awesome time, man. I've never been to Waco, and, and the only thing I knew about it was way back during the whole Branch Davidian cult thing. I got to see when that was. That must have been like late 80s. But um, ever since, you know, the obvious reasons, I mean, besides Baylor, um, the obvious reasons, Chip and Joanna fixer upper, and they started showing parts of the town and this, you know, the city and everything. I, I've always wanted to go there. And then of course they blew up and now they've got Magnolia and all kinds of cool stuff in Waco. If Waco was closer, I would live there. I would. It's two hours from me. I think it took me an hour and 45 minutes on the way back, but going there was two hours and, um, yeah, I won't move there. But because of that, but it was, it's a, just a great little town. It really is. It's like, it, it's got everything, you know, you've got your part in the country and you've got your downtown and then you've got the, the town on the other side of the tracks. You know what? I think I'm going to do a Waco. I think I'm going to talk about Waco. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to do a podcast about that. So anyway, I'm back and, uh, just really kind of trying to get back in the swing of things. I'm really trying to wrap up the podcast for the year and I'm doing good, but it's been so weird because I have one live show coming up that I've got to do. And I recorded some other podcasts and I've scheduled them for next year because I had some other ideas that came up. So now I've got some holes that I've got to fill in and, and round out the year because as we approach December and the holiday season, just like everybody else, I am super, super busy. I mean, beyond busy. So I like to have everything done, everything done. So I don't have to worry about it. And I'm talking scheduling podcast, trash talk. Um, you know, we'll cut off this dude and that dude. I'll do all my commercials, my writing, everything done and be like, cool. Now I can just sit back and, and, promote occasionally and just let it ride and enjoy because between work and and family and all this stuff I've got you know David Harvey's wedding coming up on the 9th I still gotta go get a suit it's just nuts man I should have gotten a suit like a like six months ago but (laughs) what are you gonna do anyway so I'm here with this dude and that dude I'm not here with this dude and that dude what the hell am I saying see this is why I need a manager I need a manager for so many different reasons Preferably a woman from Italy would be perfect. Or, anyway, we're going to stop right there. We're just going to stop. But that does lead me into my podcast. So if you didn't listen to the last episode where we went to Chicago and we talked about Comic-Con, this is the next part of it, but it's not comic-related. It has nothing to do with comic books. It just happened on the same trip. And I have to clarify a couple things real quick. Because as I went back and I listened to the episode one thing was (laughs) where I was recording I forgot to shut off my cat fountain so if you hear that water I'm not at a spa I'm not in some like Asian spa or in the sea of tranquility it's my cat thing the cat fountain so that's annoying (laughs) but deal with it and I wasn't going to record again the other thing was I said that Todd McFarlane went over to Dark Horse that's not true. He was with Image Comics, and I digress on that. And I also said I was only there for two nights. We were at two nights at Comic-Con, but we were almost four nights in Chicago. So just to clarify, you know, I don't want to contradict myself, be called a liar again in my life. You know, I'm sure everybody else, I'm sure there's people that are listening right now that still call me that. But you know what I can say to that. So um, anyway... But we were going. To, we were in Chicago for Comic Con, so I suggest you listen to that because it kind of sets this up. 
This is our last day. We left Comic-Con. We're done with the comics. We're hanging out in Chicago. We go back to our little ghetto hotel that's just outside of Chicago. We, uh, like, not too far from Rosemont, where it was. We had dinner at Hooters. You know, why not? And this was back in the day when Hooters... I don't want to say Hooters had good food, because let's be real. I don't, they're, they're, it's not good. It's just wings, okay? You know, it's just wings. But Hooters was nice to look at back in the day. And it's a guy's trip, and I'm with Cuz, my, my 16-year-old cousin. So let's take him to Hooters. You know, let him really live it up. And we were planning what we were going to do, and we thought to ourselves, well, we could go to a bar, or we could just hang around the hotel, get some alcohol, just hang around, mess around, watch TV, play music, drink, you know, smoke cigarettes, because, you know, why not? I used to smoke, too. I, I think you guys, I, I've told you guys, I used to smoke Marble Reds. Ugh. Or, no, not Marble Reds. That's not true. That's a lie. I used to smoke Camel Reds, and then Camel Red Lights were my babies. Um, and then, thank God I quit all that, because not only is it expensive, but, you know, probably living longer because of it. And you can't run and smoke. <laughs> you cough up a lung. But back then, we did smoke um, a lot. So we're hanging out in the hotel. We go down to the lobby, and we're talking to the guy, the front, the front desk guy. Now, I told you guys that this is not a great hotel by any means. It's not ghetto, like rent the room by the hour or the minute, but it's not exactly exciting, okay? Um, not exactly exciting at all. But it's, it could be worse. The price is right. I bet you that hotel now, I bet you it's double what we paid back in the day. I guarantee it, actually. Um, but we went and we're talking, hey, what, what, what can we do around here for fun? And he told us a couple of restaurants. He mentioned Chili's or maybe it was Fridays and we're like, ugh. And they told us a couple bars. He told us like a putt-putt golf place that's open late. So we were getting ready to do that. We're like, you know what? Let's go to the, let's, let's take some roadies. Not drinking and driving, but take them, you know, take some alcohol to the putt-putt golf place. And let's drink and play some putt-putt golf at like midnight, like 10 o'clock or 11, whatever. You know, why not? Well, as we're getting ready to do so, we hear some kind of laughing and they're walking and we look over to the doors, the front doors, and they're those two sliding doors, you know, two automatic doors. You've seen them at every Target, grocery store, whatever. And in come in four different girls. One, two, five. And they were dressed kind of nice. And I just kind of, I heard them talking and I, I couldn't recognize what they were saying. So I'm like, wait a minute, are they in another, they're speaking a different language. And then I realized, wait a minute, they're speaking Italian. Well, up goes my ears and... Okay, we'll just stop right there. And I'm looking, and I'm like, that's a bunch of Italian girls. And they're looking at us and pointing, and they're laughing, though, and talking. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. And I, I picked up on a couple words, and I'm like, wait, wait. But they weren't making fun of us, but they're laughing, and they're walking away, and then they kept on looking, and then they're kind of, they give us that flirtatious wave. And I'm like, what? Well, you know, so Mr. Loudmouth, I'm like, what are these broads doing? Why are you laughing at me? And... A guy comes around the corner and he's like, oh, those are my girls. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, wait a minute. You look way too young for them to be your daughters. He's like, no, I'm their host. He's like, they're here from Italy. And we took them to Chicago, taking them around. And it was with some organization. It wasn't a school. It wasn't a church. He was literally like chaperoning these girls. Man, now I think about it. Was it human trafficking? No, it wasn't. Um, he's chaperoning these girls and taking them around town. I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, they they speak they speak uh, English, but some of them better than others and some none at all, or they won't. And I'm like, oh, well, tell him I apologize. So he's like, yeah, I will. And they're walking and they're almost to the room and I'm like, forget it. So I run down there because I'm like, there's a bunch of Italian girls here. There's me, Cuz, and Jeremy. I'm in. Like, I'm about to meet my future wife, and this is going to be great. So we get closer. Now, these girls, I mean, when I say Italian, I'm not talking like they're from Italy, but, you know, I mean they are Italian from Italy. Amazing. Uh, They're from Florence, actually. 
Uh, now, they're not all gorgeous. They're not all hot, but half of them were really good looking. Then the other one, eh, and then one was just okay. But they're super sweet once I make that connection and I'm talking to them and I'm like, hey, and the one girl, Francesca, looks at me. She's got a lot of hair, which totally awesome for me. And uh, she speaks English. It's broken English, but it's actually pretty good. Um, but she was always doing the stereotypical, how do you say, how do you say? And so we, I just start talking. So I get Jeremy and Cuz down there. I introduce them. And their chaperone comes up. And he's kind of communicating. He's like our interpreter between them and Francesca. So we're having conversations. Well, he says, hey, they're not allowed to leave the hotel, but they can hang out at the hotel. Because I said, well, do they want to, you guys want to go to play putt-putt? Like all of you, even the chaperone. Because if I can get him to go and these other Italian imports can come with us, then I've done my job and we're on our way to a happy life. Like, cue the Married with Children song and let's get this thing going. Um, but he says, no, uh, we got to stay at the hotel. They're not, but they, they're more than welcome to hang around here, go outside. If you guys want to order some pizzas or food, pizzas. And I was like, okay. So he told them you can't leave. Like, you can't leave the hotel. You got to stay here. You know, and, and we were fine with that because number one, I'm, I understand. Like, there's some American boys. He's responsible for these Italian women, uh, girls that have parents back in Italy. I don't think he wants to ruin whatever weird, you know, non-trafficking, chaperoning thing he has going on here. And he gives us his phone number if there's any problems. And I'm like, well, what kind of problems is there going to be? You know. Um, and then we gave him our room number. He told the girls not to come in our room. And actually, they didn't. They never came in our bedroom. So we respected that. Um, but we all went upstairs. got our cigarettes. Got our... Um, I think we had beer. And then I think we had whiskey. And they went and got their cigarettes. They changed into more... Like, they were in dresses and stuff. They changed into more, like, normal girl stuff. It's nice to know that girls overseas lounge the same way over here. Um, they were wearing like shorts, half shirts, you know, or, you know, sweatpants. And we go sit outside. And the guy, the, the front desk guy says, hey, you guys can go to the patio. There's grills out there. There's music. You can, you know, play music, whatever. Now, mind you, there's no Bluetooth speakers, okay? This is old school, like you can put on a radio station. You, If you have a CD, you can play your CDs. So we just put on radio stations and we just talk and smoke cigarettes. I think we, we had to go to the store because we each had a pack each. And then we went to the store and bought two packs each. We stayed out till the sun came up talking with these girls. I mean, just about everything from what we do, what they do. And it was hard because Francesca and the other girl, God, I forgot her name, started with an R. Um, they were good at speaking, but then there was the other girl, Angela, who either she did not want to speak English or she couldn't speak English. That I don't know. Because there was, so there was a lot of translation, but they were all listening and understanding. And it was just such a really cool moment. And I got to be honest with you. From the moment I saw Francesca, I was like, yeah, like lightning bolt, the thunderbolt just hit. You know, here's this Italian girl, a lot of dark hair. And I like her a lot. <laughs> like, like I like the way she looks already, you know, and all of them were cool. We were having so much fun. We were laughing. They were making fun of us, which is great because you should. Uh, I was making fun of them. And, and we were talking about how, you know, I finally, the sun's up and they're like, well, we got to go, you know. But we had made plans. We were staying and we had made plans. So we said, well, what are you doing? Well, we're going to the city. Well, why don't you come to the city with us? Well, they had to clear it with their chaperone. So the next morning we get up, I take a shower, I shave a little bit. I'm looking nice. We meet them down there. Again, no continental breakfast or anything, okay? But there's a McDonald's across the street. So we go and get a bunch of McDonald's. 
and we come back and we got orange juice and coffee. I mean, I spent like 40, 50 bucks at McDonald's. And, and this was back in the day. So now you could do that with like a, a, a large Coke and a fry. Back in the day, it was hard to spend that much money because they actually had cheap stuff. I mean, it, it's gotten more expensive for sure. And I come in and we knock, knock on the chaperone's door and he's like, hey, I was just getting ready to go get the girls. We've got to go. we got a tour. And I was like, well, we're going to the city. Do you want, you know, can you all come with us? Well, they had scheduled like legitimate touristy things that they had to go with another group. And I guess there was people from like Germany, China, probably not China. It was another country they told us. But I know Germany and France for sure. Um, I'll just say China for the heck of it. And that was it. So we gave them we gave them breakfast. We said, hey, we bought breakfast. They had breakfast with us, but they were coming back to the hotel. So I said, well, why don't you call us when you're back to the hotel? We'll probably be in the area around then. And we'd like to see these girls again if possible. Sure. So Jeremy and I and Cuz are like, well, let's just go hang out in Chicago. We can't like stalk them like a bunch of weirdos. Let's go back to Chicago. Let's go get a Chicago dog. Let's go shopping. And that's what we did. You know, the comic book convention was done. So we just went back to Chicago, got some Italian beef, went to Little Italy. Um, you know, again, my Italy, my little Italy connection with Polly. Went down there, got some stuff, went shopping, had a good time. Just had a really good time. Made our way back to the hotel and just kind of lounged for a little bit. Well, it started to get kind of late. And, and he said they were going to be back after dinner. Um, after dinner could be like eight o'clock, you know, and it was like seven thirty. I'm like, they gotta be coming back soon. Eight o'clock. I'm like, man, what if they get back really late and we miss this connection? And I was bummed out because I didn't have any way to contact Francesca, especially, but any of them, no phone numbers. I just had this dude, you know, the chaperone. I didn't have address. I didn't have anything. And what I wanted to do, Brandon's planning ahead. I wanted to be able to remain in contact with all of them, but especially Francesca. Because in my mind, I'm going to go to Italy and we're going to hang out. Like I'm going to submit and I was picking up on that vibe. This wasn't just like flirting, having fun. Like I was picking up on a serious vibe. Now I've been wrong. I know it's hard for you guys to believe this. It's hard to comprehend that I have been wrong in my life, but... I'm going to tell you that I have. Not often. A few times. Just a few. But I was picking up on a vibe. And this vibe was strong. The force was strong with this one. And and I believed it. So I didn't want to blow this opportunity. opportunity. Jeremy, on the other hand, was like, man, they're going to come back. And he was kind of into it because he was vibing. He just liked it all. And I don't trust Jeremy anymore nowadays, which is why we're not friends. We don't talk. But at the time, he was not going to cross over and try to, you know, block me in this situation because he was just vibing. And cuz was cuz. Cuz could care less. If the girls were there, great. If not, he'd care. Because you know what? He's 16 and all he wanted to do was hang out with us anyway. It's about 8.05, I think. A few minutes after 8. We get a call. I get a call. It's a chaperone. His name was Chris. Hey, we're back. The girls are going to get ready, take a shower. Um, you know, we, we're we going to get some dessert. And then we're like, God, we don't want to eat anything. But uh, we're going to pick up dessert. And then you guys can, um, you know, hang out if that's cool. And I was like, yeah. And like, do you guys want anything? I'm like, no. Well, they went out to a local place and they bought a bunch of ice cream. Like Sundays and... They had all the toppings individually. So they brought it all for us because we brought bought breakfast. And I thought that was really cool. So we went back down to that little area. They actually brought dessert for the, I almost called them bellhop, the front desk guy, which I thought was really cool. The girls walked in. Now, we looked good. We looked good. We came in, and we were the faces around there. That's all I'm going to say. We were John Travolta, Saturday Night Fever, looking good. You know, when he walks in, when he walks into the club and goes, hey, guys, remember, we're the faces around here. That's what we were. Fresh. Fresh for sure. And they look good. I mean, they all got these little little sundress type things on. 
but you know their style definitely clothes from Italy um, nice light I mean you got to really see the girls and I don't mean that in a perverted nasty porn way I'm just saying you got to see them they I was like wow even the one that was a little frumpy I know that's such a jerk thing to say she she did herself up she was pretty and she was shy too she was very shy, but we, it was cool. So we're eating ice cream, hanging out, we're listening to music, and then we get the alcohol, we're drinking, and we're just loving life, having a good time. And the sun is about to come up one more time. I'll be right back. I'm going to take a commercial break. Be right back with the rest of the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Hey, thank you for listening to Life of an Average Joe podcast. And I want to give a big shout out to my people in Austin, my brewery in Austin. That's right, Oasis Texas Brewing. You know, they have been just racking it out with beer, cranking out good beer for a long time. It's great to see them come back after everything that had happened to them and everybody uh, with COVID and the pandemic. It's great to see them survive because it's such a beautiful brewery. And I really just think that if you get down to Austin, look them up. If you're in Texas, find your local grocery store, your specs, your goody goodies, and, and get anything you can from Oasis Texas Brewing Company because they're my favorite. Uh, my refrigerator can confirm that. And I just want to say thank you guys once again. And don't forget to listen to the Life of an Average Joe podcast every week, every Wednesday, brand new episode available where you can find all your favorite podcasts. All right. Thanks for listening to that quick commercial break. Have to do that. Have to do that. Want to do that. Like to support those people. They support me. I want to support them. So let's get back to our story here. So, you know, we're, we're hanging out, we're drinking. And we're having a good time and the sun is coming up. And you know, if, if anybody has ever stayed up all night, and I'm sure the majority of this pe- the people that have listened to this or that do listen to this, besides the ones that have hung out with me, have stayed up all night. You just kind of know. You don't even need a clock. You don't need, you know, you don't need your phone. You don't need your Apple Watch. You don't need anything. You just kind of tell. The, the clouds start to change. The temperature feels a little... doesn't matter if it's winter or summer. Just a little bit different. The birds are more active. I mean, unless you're in Texas. Then they're just here all night active, like the freaking rainforest. And you just start to noticing maybe more traffic on the road. And that's what was happening. It was like still dark, but getting lighter. And we all kind of looked at each other and were like, we just did this again, didn't we? And we start laughing, you know? And one of the girls was actually, I forget her name. I'm horrible. I have to look it up. I think it might have been Angela. She was sleeping on one of the pool chairs. Like, you know, those, those long pool chairs. Just sleeping. And we're talking. And then a couple of them said, hey, we'll, you know, we'll see you later. We're going to go sleep for a couple hours. Because we were checking out tomorrow. Well, so were they. They were going back to Chicago, downtown Chicago, to do some more stuff. And then they were, no, they were checking out the next day. Um, they had to get up in the morning as well and go to Chicago. But we were leaving. We were checking out and we were getting in the car and driving home because it's only technically four hours, but you can get there in three and a half if you do it right and there's no traffic. So people start fading because it's like, man, I'm just going to go inside and go chill. We're not drunk. We've been drinking a lot, but not drunk. We're just, you know, when you're up all night and you're drinking, you're talking, whatever. Everybody's fading away until it was me and Francesca and, of course, Angela, who's asleep. And so I'm like, do you want to go inside, you know? And she's like, yeah, in a minute. And we're talking, and she flat out asked me if I had a girlfriend. Now, I didn't. Number one, I didn't lie to her. And if I did have one, I wouldn't have lied to her. Okay, I might have lied about a lot of stuff in my life over the years, but I wouldn't have lied about being in a relationship and I wouldn't have acted the way I acted towards her, regardless of how pretty she was. That's just not who I am as a person. I'm a, I'm a lot of things and been a lot of things, but I, I've never been that, you know, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be a cheater and nobody wants to be cheated on. Well, I'm sure there's some people in life that want to be a cheater, but I, nobody wants to be cheated on. You know, it's a horrible experience and I wouldn't want to do that to anybody. So we're, talking and I'm like no I don't have a girlfriend what about you to have a boyfriend she's like no and I was like why not and she started telling me the story about her boyfriend now it'd been like five months 
according to her, mind you, I just know this girl. I just met her. I don't know her. I'm just learning her in a short period of time. So she could have been giving me the biggest line of crap in my life. But she's been five months since she was with anybody. And and we're just talking. And I kind of told her about my strange relationship that I had prior to that, which was really nothing. But I told her and what was that? So we're getting ready to leave. Uh, It's time to, you know, wake up Angela. She storms off to her room because she's tired. And I walk up to her, you know, walk her up to her door. She gave me a hug, no kiss, nothing, uh, you know, no, no freaky deaky. And I go in the bedroom, go in my bedroom, not hers. And I start talking to Jeremy. Of course, Jeremy and cuz are all like, bro, you know, look, if you're a guy out there, you have, we men are ridiculous. Like there's a moment, there's not a moment I should say in our lives where we don't stop giving the other guy a hard time or being that, whoa, what'd you guys do? You were down there for a long time. Like, it doesn't matter if you're 14 or 40, you're still going to do it. And that's exactly what happened with me. They give me a hard time about it. And I'm like, look, nothing. But I started to talk to Jeremy because fell asleep and Jeremy and I were smoking in the room. And um, this was back also, by the way, where they had smoking rooms in the hotel now we were not in a smoking room we just cracked open the window and um we're talking and i'm like dude what do i do she's bouncing tomorrow down to chicago we're going to michigan it's not like she even lives in chicago she lives in italy forget long distance chicago this is international i'm like pitbull and he's like dude get her address, get her number. Maybe she'll come back to the States. And if not, we had a good time. And I'm like, you're right. But that's not how Brandon Navera thinks. And that's not how I thought back in the day. You know, if I really liked somebody, I was like, there's gotta be a way. I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, this is what I've been talking about for years is find an Italian girl to not hook up with when I mean it like hook up, but I mean like get together with. This is it. This was like Comic-Con was amazing. We got VIP. Here's your the rest of your VIP swag. It just happens to be a girl from Italy for you. And I'm like, okay, I got to come up with a plan. Well, I take a nap. I mean, at this point, you got to be out of the room by 11. And we wanted to get up early. By we, I mean me. Wanted to get up early to make sure I could say bye to the girls and send them on their way. And come up with some sort of amazing rom-com moment that would allow me to not only express an interest in her in, in a proper term, but figure out a way, figure out a way that her and I could somehow miraculously stay connected. Because again, MySpace was, was it. Cell phones, you could text, but this is not like it's not like how it is now. Number one, you were paying for those texts and good luck texting Italy. You know, having international. You could talk on the phone, but again, good luck. You could email, but again, good luck. And it's, you know, nowadays you FaceTime, it's a lot easier. It's, it's so much easier. There's some of you out there who never had experience the troubles of being connected to a wall and talk on the phone. God forbid, or it's the cordless phone and my phone's going to die. And you can't charge it while you're talking. Or I got to get on the computer. Oh, wait a minute. We only have one computer in the house and my dad's on it for work. You know, or, oh my God, we only have one computer in the house and my roommate's on it. Because laptops weren't a thing. <laughs> so it was limited. So we get up and we're all talking, hanging out. Francesca's not out of her room yet. So Chris, the <laughs> chaperone, was like, yeah, Francesca and Angela, Angela was still asleep. And I'm like, yeah, no, no doubt. And he's like, how did you guys stay up? So we're talking and he's telling us what they're going to do and that they'll be back. But we got to leave. So he's like, well, look, man, they're in room blah, blah, blah. 
Because I don't remember the number. I just walked her to it. And so I'm like, I'm going to go knock on the door. He's like, yeah, tell him to hurry up. So I knock on the door. And Francesca opens up the door. And Angela's getting ready. And she rolls her eyes. She's like, oh, God. And I could tell. It was like, oh, here's Brandon. Because already she's picking up on the vibe. This isn't just me making this up. She already knows. And I'm sure just like (laughs) women in the U.S., they all just chatted away about life, about us, about everything. So I give her a hard time. Francesca is like, yeah, you know, she's talking to me and she's like, I'm so tired. And I was like, you look great. And we get shooed out of the bedroom by Angela. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Gets us out of the bedroom or out of the hotel, the the room. You know what I'm trying to say. And so we get out of there and we kind of start walking down to where everybody is, where her chaperone is. And she's like, so you're leaving? I'm like, yes. Now, mind you, she does speak good English, but it's also broken at times. So it's really kind of awesome. She hands me a piece of paper. It's got her address on there in Italy and a phone number. And I'm like, what? I don't even have to, I don't even have to do this. Like, wait a minute. I don't even have to come up with some weird, you know, rom-com, 10 things I hate about you sort of situation here. I can't hardly wait. Love actually. Like this is just, this is happening, you know, forward women, you know? And, uh, I was like, well, let me write mine down for you. And she's like, no, just write me and I'll get it when you write me. And I'm like, is this a blow off? And I'm like, no. She's like, I want you to write me though. Don't forget. And don't call me. And I'm like, rude. And she's like, no. And let's you let me know so I can be there. And I'm like, okay. So we all hug. We talk to him. We take our pictures outside. I mean, I'll post some of these pictures too. Take a bunch of pictures. And we leave. And I'm like, Jeremy, bro. And he's like, there you go, dude. What are you going to do with it? I'm like, I'm going to write her. So let's fast forward through time and space, if you will. I wrote her within the first week and a half, maybe give or take. I got a letter back. Now, mind you, this is old school, guys. This isn't like Amazon's delivering your letters. This is old school post office. When they did their job, it was still slow. Not like now. I can't imagine writing a letter to Italy now because I have a feeling it would get there in 2023, if at all. Um, and I, she wrote me back and we wrote back. Then she gave me her screen name so we could chat online. And I had my own computer. We had two computers and I had my own and I could chat and I would stay up. Remember, there's time difference, Okay. So I had to coordinate it with what time it was, not only for me, but what time it was for her. Otherwise, I'm going to be like sitting on there, (laughs) you know, waiting for her and being like, wait a minute, you know, where'd she go? Oh, wait a minute. It's the time change because there's a significant time change. Like right now, while I'm recording this, it's 12 o'clock. It's midnight in Italy. It's midnight. So I had to time that. I couldn't. Now, if she stayed up late, which happens sometimes, because sometimes I'd get on at like six, which would be one o'clock, and she would just be getting back from something. And we could talk. But other times, I, she'd be like, okay, catch me in the morning. And I'm like, well, crap. In the morning, it's the middle, of the, ni- the middle of the night for me. So I would get up early. Like, it was a lot. But then we'd have chat rooms with like Angela and other people. And then, of course, she was on my MySpace. Well, then she told me, hey... I'm coming back to Chicago. This was a couple months. And I'm like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, I'm coming back to Chicago. And I'm like, for what? Apparently, she has a relative who just moved to the States. Um, Now, mind you, this is probably three and a half, four months after we were talking back and forth. And she had just moved back to the States, or not back, but moved to the States. And she was going to come stay in Chicago. And I'm like, I'm coming to visit you. So we coordinated this. She went to Chicago for a week. 
I went to Chicago for four days. I could not stay, or four and a half days, maybe five. I couldn't stay a week. Just me by myself. Stayed at uh, Buddy's house in Chicago. Stayed at Paulie's house. Met her. Took her to go meet Paulie. And you want to talk about people giving you a hard time. If you haven't listened to my podcast about Paulie, go listen to it. But we're in Little Italy in Chicago with my Italian girl, and I'm throwing air quotes, friend, because there's nothing official. But I will say this, that trip, it was like we were in a relationship. We went to dinner, we, things, you know, like, not that what you think, but, you know, we, we did stuff. We stayed up late. We drank together. We talked, like, I introduced her to my people. She introduced me to her people. Like, it was, I was like, what am, this is a strange feeling I'm having here, guys. And then, of course, leaving was bittersweet, but we remained in contact. Well, she was planning another trip back to the States. And it was Chicago again. That was, like, the easy one. So this was probably about five months later she came back. And this time, I got to bring my friends with me. And we stayed in Chicago for seven days. And it was awesome. So awesome. And we progressed. And I asked her, I said, hey, can I ask you a question? Because, it look, I'm in America. She's in Italy. If she's seeing somebody else, but she's just calling me while I'm here, I'm not necessarily saying I'm against that. I just want to know because right now, the thunderbolt has hit me multiple times and I've got it for this girl, you know? Um, she wasn't seeing anybody, at least so she said. And I believed her. She had no reason to lie to me. We talked so much. She could have been completely honest with me and I have no doubt that she would have been and she, I could have given what she told me and, and accepted it or blew it off. And I wasn't seeing anybody either. Matter of fact, I turned down this girl in a situation I won't talk about um, because I was like, no, you know, I'm not going to do that. Like something's happening with Francesca. The last thing I want to do is potentially blow it. <sighs> Story of my life. And um, anyway, so we hung out for seven days. It was great. Eh, five days. I'm sorry. She was here for seven. We hung out for five because then they went somewhere else. Um, but then she said, hey, I'm coming back to stay for a while, but I want to come stay with you. Okay. That sounds good. At this time, I was living alone. I didn't have roommates anymore. She stayed with me for 10 days. 10 days. Actually, that's not true. I think it was closer to 13. Let me see. Yeah, because she left and came back. So, in my apartment. And it was like a married couple. Not a married couple. It was like a relationship. We were cooking. She was teaching me some of her recipes. We were going on dates. We were going to parties. We were just staying in. She was sleeping where I'm sleeping. And we'll just leave it there in case my family's listening. And I I was into this girl. We were, <laughs> I just was into her. And it was at the end of this when she said, which my grandma and papa were already, well, my grandma, I think, was speculating. Because I know my parents are like, well, you know, he's got this girl. He's going to bring her over. And I didn't want to bring her over to my grandma and papa's house. Now, I wanted to bring her over to my grandma and papa's house for dinner. Not because she was my girlfriend, just because she was Italian from Italy. And it would have been really cool to hear them talk together and all that. But I did not want to bring her over there for the simple fact of I didn't just bring random people I was dating over there. Not that Francesca was this random. I just was very... It's a thing. You bring them to Grandma Papa's house, that's a deal. Like, yeah, your parents can meet them. Because my parents met some girls I was dating that didn't amount to anything. But you bring them to Grandma Papa's house, that's a deal. That's, you got the family watching you like, wait a minute here. What is going on? Oh, are they coming back for the holidays? Ooh. She brought gifts. Oh, God. You know, and that's the, the rumor start. They see grandchildren and babies and houses and all this crap. So I didn't do it. In retrospect, I, I should have done it and just dealt with the crap because I liked her. We were obviously doing something. And it would have been really cool to see her interact with my grandma and papa. But 
Like I said, I'm an idiot, and I was a lot dumber back then than I am now. Not much. I'm still pretty dumb, but a lot dumber back then. So at the end of this trip, she asked me, I would like you to come to Italy. (laughs) I'm blown away. She said, but I want you to stay, if you can, for like a month, maybe more. And I'm like, what? Now, instantly in my head, I'm like, yeah, this is happening. I'm going. I'm going to do this because it's Italy. And what other opportunity am I going to have? Job's a job. I had a good job, but sometimes you're, you know, I'm young. I toss that crap out the window. Make a bad decision and follow the Italian girl. You know, why not? I've made bad decisions and followed non-Italian girls and, you know, look where that got me. So, you know, maybe that was the decision, you know? So I thought about it and we talked, we stayed up all night. At the time, too, it was interesting. Both of us had quit smoking, too, by the way. During the transition from the first time we met to... Because I, I had quit, but then when I was with Jeremy and them, I would smoke. But then I quit again. So I was done. And she, we had somehow quit. Like, quit together. Quit. We had quit together, like, simultaneously. But never really discussed it. But I just noticed that she didn't have cigarettes. And I didn't buy any when she was there. We just quit. We stayed on the patio up all night, had some wine, talked, and I was like, you know what, I would love to do that because I think we're at a level right now that, yeah, you know, I got to see where this is going. I'm young. I don't, and she's like, that'd be great, you know, and I was like, I don't know if I can, but I I want to, and I'm going to definitely try, and I definitely want to commit to coming out there. I just don't know how long I can stay. Here's where things went weird. And it's, it's all my fault. It's completely my fault. So she left and it was, I was bumming. I was bumming because I was going through a transition with my friends. So a lot of my friends, like I didn't hang out with Jeremy anymore. Um, I didn't hang out with that crew anymore. A lot of my other friends had moved on to just life. You know, some of them legitimately moved out of state. So I had a few friends. I was working a lot and... Don't get me wrong, I still hung out with people, but you know, you have that group. Like I had people that I could call up, let's go get a beer, let's go to Tiger's game, cool. But I don't really want to hang out and get deep with them. But my crew was kind of all over the place. And I was figuring out this, you know, the job I was working all the time. But I was like, this is a great opportunity for me to bounce. For me to just go to Italy and experience it and see this side. And see what's happening. I'm going to meet her family. That's real. That's some serious stuff. Uh, Let's go check it out. I was in no position. Look, I need to say, there was no marriage word, engagement. None of that was in the vocabulary. But, at least not in my highway. But, it was a situation that wasn't going to present itself all the time. We talked on the phone. Yes, we were talking on the phone then. Cell phones got better. Not a whole lot. MySpace was dope. Now we were on Facebook. Facebook had just creeped in. But we were chatting. We were talking on the phone. And um, she said something to me. And I'll never forget it. And she said, I really want you to figure this out because I didn't waste my time with you. You didn't waste your time with me. Let's not waste our time together. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she's like, I don't know how we met each other. And again, I'm paraphrasing, still broken English. I don't know how we met each other, but you should come because I I think it's special or something like that. I know the exact word she used, but it it didn't, (laughs) didn't really make sense. But I know what she was trying to say. And I was like... This is kind of going fast now. Roll the sauce here. Because what happens if I get over there and Brandon makes a Brandon move and just is like, yeah, I'm going to stay. And I'm, 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 I'm there. I got this girl and it's great. Well, it was another month and she was like 
do you set a date yet? Set a date. She's like, because I'm coming back to Chicago. Why don't you fly back with me? And I'm like, when are you come to Chicago? And she's like, next month. And I'm like, <laughs> now mind you, I know it seems like a lot that she was flying here, but I'm, I'm spreading out the time, guys, okay? It wasn't like she was just jet-setting across the world, okay? I mean, she was technically, but you know what I mean. And so she came to Chicago, and I went by myself early to talk to Polly, and Polly's like, dude, just do it. You're young. Who cares? You know, she's beautiful. That's what you want. Who cares if it doesn't work? You can always come back. I'm like, what if I get trapped in Italy? He's like, if you get trapped in Italy, find another one, you know? Um, and she came, and she's like, are you flying back with me? And I was like, I can't fly back with you, but... And the moment I told her that I couldn't, is I saw something in her eye kind of go, yeah, that's probably it, you know? And so I took her to the airport, and she's like, I hope to hear from you again. And I'm like, why wouldn't you? And she's like, I was hoping you were on the plane with me, but you're not. And I was like, I haven't figured it out yet. I, I'm in this lease. I can't pay for an apartment. And she's like, if that's what's holding you back, like your job and lease, start the exit strategy or tell them, you know, take some vacation time and tell them you'll come back. She's like, it's a month. Have somebody stay in your apartment. Like she had great reasons and excuses and plans. But I know somewhere deep inside it was holding me back. Fear, I don't know. Stupidity, who knows? Well, I obviously didn't go. And I remember she called me up a couple weeks later. Like we chatted, but she called me up. Her tone was different. And she's like, you know what, Brandon? She's like, you, she's one of the girls that said this to me. You're a great guy, but you're your own worst enemy. No, she said, you're a great man, but you're your own worst enemy. And she's like, I just wanted to see if we could take this somewhere else. And she's like, goodbye. And she said goodbye to me. She let me go. And it was probably months to a year to maybe two years before I heard from her again. She deleted her Facebook account, not because of me. MySpace shut down. And then she came back on Facebook and emailed me or messaged me. She was on for a while, and I was like, man, you know, this was, this was probably two years after. I was involved with somebody, but honestly, I'll be real with you, I probably would have broke up with that girl and got right back with her. And she was seeing somebody, and I found out probably two years after that that they got engaged, and she's married. Now, I have no idea anymore. She's not on my social media. I haven't looked her up. She hasn't found me, but... She got married. So this Chicago trip, which I talked about in the last episode of The Life of an Average Joe, was not just about going and meeting Boba Fett and Darth Vader. I met a girl that, quite frankly, had I gone in the direction that at the time I probably should have gone in, man, I have no idea where I'd be right now. Would I even be doing this podcast? Would I, I, I clearly wouldn't be living in Texas. Would I still, would I be in Italy? Would we have moved back to the States? Would we have been married? Would we be together? Like, I ask those things not because I believe in going back and looking at relationships and things and choices. I think the would you game, and I've said this before, shoulda, woulda, coulda game is garbage. It doesn't mean anything. It's a, it's a waste of energy, time, and really space in your mind because it gets you nowhere. It takes you down a rabbit hole that sometimes isn't very pleasant. But it's fun to talk about it right now for a moment because ultimately I'm where I needed to be because that's what life had for me. Yes, some of the decisions I made got me to a a place I am that maybe I wouldn't have been in had I made better choices. I mean, and yes, I have my son who is it. Is it. And if anybody has listened to this podcast long enough or who knows me, you guys know that is it. That's he is my driving force. He is it. Um, I think he would have found his way anyway, whether it had been with that woman or this woman. You know what I mean? But the plan was clearly not for me to go there. But I do think ultimately, though, it, at the time was probably a really dumb decision. 
And that's really all I can say. I just feel that way because nothing good happened after that for a while. I got in some stupid relationship trouble and then I lost my job and then I had to get another one, which was really good. So thank, and you know, that got me into the further deeper into the industry, but it was a struggle. So maybe I just wasn't mentally prepared already. And clearly this woman had something in her head of, and I understood her and it would have been a lot easier to see where we were going or what we were if she lived in the States or whatever. But that's my story. My, the one that got away. And I don't think of, look, I only have recently thought about her because of Chicago and us talking about Chicago. This is not something that I dwell and try to go find and hunt down after this many years. It's just another story of the life of an average Joe that I wanted to share with you guys. So there you go. A little piece into Brandon's love life, if you will. Right now it would be just white noise. (laughs) But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for following and supporting. Don't forget you can check me out on Instagram, Life of an Average Joe Podcast, as well as Facebook. You can also listen on Facebook. Did you know that? Yep, that's right. Every time I do a podcast, it goes boom, right to the Facebook page. You can check that out. Uh, Pictures. um, We got new t-shirts coming in next month. So I'll be giving away some of those. And um, yeah, tune in next Wednesday on all platforms. Ron Pandora. That's right. Ron Amazon. That's right. But um, check it out wherever you'd like. And a big shout out to uh, all my supporters out there. You guys mean a lot. I've got some special guests coming up in the next year that I'm really excited about from a multiple podcast that I listen to. It's time to bring some of these guys out there that uh, I've started supporting and listening that support me. So I'm very excited of what's coming in January, but we're not done yet. We still got December and then we'll get into next year, which is just insane. So anyway, guys, I'm going to call it a night. Thank you again for listening to the Life of an Average Joe podcast.